Let's talk about judgment. Who wants to be judged? Surely I don't, but let me tell you, I judge all day long. Sometimes it's as simple as choosing one entree over another on the menu. Which color lipstick I'm going to buy or not buy? Who to text with my five minutes downtime? And besides, our tradition doesn't tell us not to judge. Rather, it says, judge favorably. And there's a real benefit to this, not least of all, because it ensures that you are judged favorably by God for doing this. But let's go back to the scenario. I heard this story about someone who hired a photographer to shoot her wedding, and the guy just never showed up. And this was before cell phone cameras and selfies. It was a huge deal back then. So the friend's mother called another photographer in after the chuppah was done. I guess she had hoped that the other guy would show up, and when he didn't, and it was too late, she called and begged the second photographer. She begged him. And so he left his family dinner, he left his pajamas, and he went to save the day. But that's not where the story ends. A year later, someone asked for a reference on Photographer 2. The woman she asked said, you know, I'm not so sure he's trustworthy. He showed up so late at a wedding I was at last year. He missed the chuppah. I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. If I were you, I'd use someone else. Just lovely. Now this guy's good deed has been turned into a bad reputation, and it actually took him a few years to lose that pall of suspicion around his reliability. It's even worse today. A picture used to be worth a thousand words. Now it's worth nothing. With the advent of Photoshop and editing, anyone can manipulate the truth. Being judged, though, means that we're important, that we count. You know, I judge my kids' behavior, their grades, their efforts, the way they speak. I judge that the most because, frankly, I'm the most concerned about them. But unless we train ourselves to judge favorably, we will alienate those around us and pollute our own souls. You see, we meet people in chapter 3. Only Hashem sees the entire picture, and only His judgment is fair and takes each nuance into consideration. So stop playing God. Never judge your fellow till you stand in His place. And since that is never, ever possible, it's much better to focus on your own behavior. There is an amazing way to teach this concept to your kids. While at first their responses might be silly and goofy, you can model this exercise by processing your own reframing and positive judgment and doing it out loud. Why not try this with the little ones at bedtime tonight? Ask them to share, without using names of course, some things that happened today, something they saw or heard that might have felt bad or off to them. Then have them make up three reasons that it wasn't exactly what it looked like probable or even improbable reasons that paint the picture in an entirely different light. Doing this creates a new neural pathway for them about how to respond to seeing things that make you rush to judgment. And modeling it for your children does the same for you. Do not judge your fellow till you have stood in his place. You may judge, but do so favorably.